So here we are. Roe v. Wade has been overturned. There's no sense in like explaining why that's bad, you know. So we are just here to process with you. We're gonna take a quick ad, we're gonna ask you to take a deep breath, and then from here, we move forward. Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual, pop, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. All right. <laughs> what up, motherfuckers? All right, you guys. So we don't want to make anything like too heavy. You know what I mean? Yes. It's already heavy. Um, but we've been, we've already received messages from people saying, oh, very excited to hear you guys talk about this. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's something we want to talk about. We just decided to wait a couple days so we could really process. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of emotions going on right now, obviously. And I think like part of like myself and my journey and what I've learned is that like, I no longer want to speak with just emotion. Yeah. Um, or at least when can, when can be controlled, especially now, right? Like having this platform, which is a new like idea and concept for me, but right, like I knew I wanted to speak on this, but I also knew I really wanted to wait and process. And so like, this is still a continuation of processing. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, no, I'm very grateful that we took couple of days and let you guys take a couple of days so we can all really also figure out what's going on I feel like right because I feel like one thing that Kelsey kept saying to me is which kind of blew my mind um so you guys remember Destiny who we had on the podcast a while ago Destiny and Kelsey were talking recently and then Kelsey and I caught up and I was like how are you feeling and she was like you know I feel really crazy but after I talked to Destiny we kind of were on the same page about this like we saw this coming and now that it's here it's almost like a Okay, we told y'all, like, right. now you see, like, it's wild. Even from, like, the beginning, um, I, I know it was more than just him, but Brett Kavanaugh's the one judge that I really just have, like, a problem with. Um, I don't know, maybe because he, like, raped whatever that girl. I don't know if it was rape, that's why I say whatever, not that the rape is whatever. Um, but that he did that horrific thing and then got away with it and then committed perjury in this sense. Um, but, like, when I think of him and, like, God, I got so mad I literally forgot where I was going. Um, you hate Brett Cobb. Brett Cobb. Brett Cobb. He's a judge. He's a judge. Yes. Um, I don't know, bitch, um, but. Oh, um, oh yes. Oh, so like when that came, when it first came out, um, and like when that, when he was going to the Supreme Court, like I remember talking to Cole, my husband, and saying like, he's going to come after Roe v. Wade. And even Cole then was like, no, like it, that's the law of land. And that's what Brett Kavanaugh also said on his fucking stage, whatever, his hearing, he also said that it was the law of the land. And then like when it came out like three months ago, two months ago that this was going to happen, I remember looking at Cole again and being like, see, I told you, like he was coming for it. And he was still like, no. And I think a lot of us felt, a lot of people, I I think a lot of, um, maybe we hoped. We yeah. Hoped. We hoped. We um, hoped that it wouldn't happen, right. but we knew. But we knew, coming. right. Um, and then like, right. So then when this happened, it was like, wow, I, I don't feel shocked. I feel a lot of things, but shocked was not one of them. All I felt was like, one of the main things I felt was like, okay, so are we listening now, right? Like you said, like, okay, so now like, like even I said that to my husband, like I was like, okay, so now like that's done. So now when I say they're coming after gay marriage, we're taking that seriously, right? Like that's, we're not gonna do what we did this time and be like, no, they're not. Like, well, oh, yeah. we'll give them a, we'll take their word for it. Like, no, because now they've outlined that they will, as well as segregation in schools, <laughs> which are crazy things. And that's not what we're really here to get into. So like, I'm, feeling 
sad, frustrated, cautiously optimistic, tired, inhuman, unreal, dissociated, scared, and also proud. Um, and I'll get into that in a second, but like, how are you feeling? <laughs> um, honestly, like, I feel crazy. I use the term crazy loosely. Um, I feel really heavy and I felt, okay, so I don't know if this makes sense, but I felt anxious and I felt scared and I felt sad while also feeling like out of my body. Like, yeah. I felt like I was just like an observer and I like was like, and I was like almost trying to not feel those things. And I was like, wait, maybe I'm just, I, I just couldn't hold it in. And then weirdly, like I was heavily triggered about my childhood, like I even ended up like, yeah, whatever. I was like, we'll talk about that later. But I was just, I was like triggered, you guys. Like, I think even, it wasn't until Kelsey ma messaged me and said like, you know, in a weird way, like, I knew some kind of like, don't you guys see now? Like, and I was like, wow, that's a crazy way to put it because I guess that was how I felt without knowing it. Yeah. And that made me more sad because I was just like, Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't know what I was going to feel, but I didn't know I was going to feel like this. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think while we're feeling all those things, like one of the most important things to remember and like one of the, so I ended my list of feelings with proud and like the reason that I feel proud is that there's a reason that I'm alive and that I'm here right now. And I've always felt a very strong connection to um, big movements throughout history. I remember being in like school throughout, even on my own because I would research this stuff, like watching and reading and hearing about these big mo moments in history where um, people fought for what was right. People were fighting for each other. Um, and I remember watching and feeling just like so much empathy, almost like I had been there, like I was a piece of that. And so like then to have this feeling, I, I just feel a lot of uh, I feel very proud to be here and be a part of this fight. And I also feel like, yes, okay, so I saw all that and all of that in my childhood and I learned from all that. I was able to get the lessons, even though the people who are sitting in the highest court weren't able to learn those things. I was able to learn those things and I can sit here and alongside these people who are incredible and I'm just proud that like we're here now mm -hmm. together to fucking fight this. Yeah, and honestly, you guys, with that, Sometimes I touch on this and sometimes I say things like this might be a little too esoteric for you, but like Fuck. Let's get into soul motherfucking contracts you guys Okay, we before we came here even if you're not ready to hear this I'm pulling a teal swan. That was not funny. That was not funny But that joke is like I'm making I'm pushing it on you before you're ready <laughs> um, I'm pulling a teal swan right now and I'm telling you the tea about your soul contract you chose your parents, you chose this life, this life path, like you knew everything before coming to this reality right now. We knew, we chose to be here at this time. We knew the great awakening was gonna come. Even if we don't remember it right now, that doesn't matter because our being, our inner being did, our inner being knew all of this. Like, and that can be really hard to come to terms with and right. we'll do a whole thing on that later because I've already opened the can of worms on it. But. <laughs> It just shows me like we can we can handle anything, especially this, because you guys like you're listening to Awake and Bake. That's like all we talk about is the Great Awakening. We right. are raising the collective consciousness. You guys are raising it. You listening to this raises it. Anytime you ever mention it, share it, interact with it online, that like contributes to sharing it to other people. That helps raise the collective consciousness. You guys are part of this. You chose to be here at this time. There's a reason you're listening to me right now. You're there's listen a reason you're listening to Kelsey right now. Now. like it's just have have faith knowing that like no matter what the fuck goes on we can handle it we are built yes. for it 
I think like one of the biggest lessons that I've had on my spiritual journey has been that I trust my journey. And so that because I trust it and I choose to know this as fact, then I trust that whatever hap is happening going forward will be okay because I know mm -hmm. that I am protected. And so that means that you are and everyone who's listening is and like, I know that we're gonna be okay. And like, there's hard times, there's hard fights, but that's a part of life. And like, I'm so grateful to know that we're the people that are here right now. Yeah, and Kelsey, will you elaborate a little bit on? Okay, so like as far as people, um, I have met in, in the time since this came out, what today is Wednesday and this was last Thursday, I think was the like official day. Um, so it's been about a week. I've had so many interactions with humans. And first of all, I want to say that pretty much all of them have been extremely positive. And one was mostly positive, but sprinkled with a lot of stupidity. <laughs> um, but all of my interactions have been positive. Um, everyone really seems to be on the same page for this, which I think is really important and like good to remember. But there is one particular person who I have met who has put so much faith into my heart about this situation, as well as breaking my heart um, because, all right, let me just tell you about Milo. So I was walking my dogs. I have a cute little park next to me called Fountain Park and we go potty there and I was walking the dogs and this person came up and she wanted to pet them. And I say that she, I think I'm gonna try to stay neutral cause I can't, I don't wanna assume. So this person came to meet my dogs. They were very kind. We had an incredible conversation that was pretty light to begin with. Just about like, oh, what grade are you in? Blah, blah, blah. Um, they, are, they were in ninth grade going into 10th grade, but skipping a grade. Um, very smart, just like an incredible soul of a human. So then I asked what like I felt was any normal question for an adult to ask a teenager, which is a very weird position to put myself in, first of all, to think of myself as an adult in a situation, but I was like the adult, so what does an adult ask a kid in high school? What are you doing after school? Um, and this young person's answer to that question, um, and before I tell you what her their answer was, I want you to think of what your answer would have been in 10th grade. Um, because this person's answer was to get a remote job, make some good money, and then buy a van and travel around to anti-abortion states providing safe abortions for young women, people who cannot access them and are unable to receive that sort of healthcare. Um, and I just, <laughs> like, I can't even believe, like, right, like, there's like the first of all, that's incredible, thank you, Milo. Right. That's right. incredible, that's what a beautiful, thing but like but I'm so sorry that that's like what you're having to choose like I just can't um, I just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like <laughs> like that's that so shouldn't brave, have to be yeah but a, a young person's like shouldn't be thinking about like all right this is the weight I have to take on of the world right now like I'm I'm gonna dedicate my life to this like you should be dreaming yeah. about traveling and like what I was privileged enough to dream about, like going to school and becoming a you know, like all these things. And yet now we have this generation whose dreams are to clean up our fucking messes, which I say our messes, it's really not us. I'm sorry, millennials, it's not us. It, we all know that it's the boomers. Like mm -hmm. there's a couple of us who are bad eggs. Fucking boomers. But the, it's the fucking boomers. Um, and so I think what, Milo really instilled in me was that exact point that I do think that it's not these younger generations 
I do believe that it like these like I never would have said a good word about Gen Z. Sorry, I just know nothing about you. And as a millennial, I'm like, ugh, Gen Z. But I will never again speak poorly of them because I could not believe and there was no hesitation. There was she wasn't they weren't upset about it at all. There was no fear. There was it was so matter of fact. Like I was there as the adult wanting to cry and hug this person. Um, and they were just like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And then I'm gonna mm -hmm. do this and then that. Like, yeah, and one thing that I like, I I love like that energy and that like fire because those are like, you know, not everybody, not everybody heals the same way. Right. So, but Milo's a person who's like, yes. All right, well, don't worry. I'll be in the I'll be in the protest. Bitch. I wish I was as strong. I, I wish I was as strong as Milo. <laughs> Guys, we're getting really emotional on this episode. It's like it's hard not to. It's hard not to, but like this is super crazy. But one thing that the surprisingly that the um news about Roe v. Wade being overturned um brought up for me was. I was I was so triggered about my childhood trauma, you guys. And it sounds um kind of funny because it's like, as a child, why are you so concerned with abortion? And like I'm honestly asking the same thing. But that was something that just came up a lot. Like politics were something my family and I fought over. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Like crazy. Like from a very young age. Like, um, and it honestly like ruined our relationship like yeah. for many years um and yeah but i mean everyone has had time to grow since then but i have since separated myself kind of so much yeah um that i didn't really know how much they've grown right right so long story short i ended up i was triggered as a bitch right <laughs> and i I didn't expect to be, and I was really shocked at how all day I kept having, like, I have really bad PTSD, um, and I kept having, like, flashbacks all day about, like, stuff from childhood, and I ended up just, like, lashing the fuck out on my mom, which, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not super proud of that. I wish this conversation had to be had, absolutely. Yeah. I wish I brought it out differently, um, and, like, in a different setting, but... In that moment, like my, I'm not perfect, y'all. Like I'm not out here trying to like be your spiritual guru. I'm trying to be, you know, your spiritual friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and so like, yeah, I don't think I handled it perfectly. And I started off just texting my mom, like, cause she just kept texting me trying to, I could tell she was trying to gauge and see if yeah. I was okay. Oh, wow. But this is a subject that was like, you know, when you and your family fight about everything like so much like it's like when you finally do start talking again there are certain topics not that we're not going to bring up but it's like i don't want to fight all the time right. you know what i mean so um i was like you know like i'm just really having a hard time i'm triggered because of x y and z and i released a lot out in those text messages and i even called kelsey having a full-on motherfucking anxiety attack afterward like <laughs> sobbing could not catch my breath hyperventilating um because i was like i know that this was random as fuck but like this is what it just brought up emotions that i did not even like expect and it made me like really angry and i was like you know i don't feel safe to talk to you guys about this because like I don't know, I don't agree, like, I feel like you guys don't agree with me, and I feel like you guys aren't on the right side of history and stuff, and it was so good that we had this conversation, because I don't want to fucking live my whole life thinking my parents are these evil people when right. they're not, because, um, like, times have changed, like, and, yeah. and like, be, like, we might have, like, grown apart, but, like, you know, our family, both my family and I have, while we, like, grew separately, like, yeah. separated, and ha are now coming together healed, which is really cool, but so I've, mi we've missed a lot. Yeah. basically so like it was my mom and i got to just really come like to terms with like 
we saw eye to eye, we shared things with each other, we were really vulnerable, and we realized we actually were on the same page. And I never would have come to that. Like, it was just crazy that through all of that chaos and pain that I was yeah. feeling, like, I was like, okay, well, it actually brought me and my family a little bit closer because, yeah. like, I don't know, it was crazy. And then that just made me feel like, damn, like, okay, we're all probably feeling this way. And I feel like this is gonna bring the world closer because I think the collective consciousness, I think this people are all on, more of us are on the right side of history than yes. we think. Yes. But yeah, that was like, it was an, it was such an insane, like, first two days. That happened within the first two days. Like, it was I. was the first day, I thought. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, it was immediate. Like, it was like, it was like, oh, really? Like, they, they overturned Roe v. Wade? My life is falling apart. Like, <laughs> it well, brought up so much that, well like, <laughs> you'll read all about it in my book one day. <laughs> but I think, like, it happened because it had to happen because, like, you're, your spirit, your soul, probably your mom's too. Like, you just knew like, okay, we've got this like thing weighing on us and yes, this dude. other thing happening. We just need to get this out of the way. Yes, and I'm like crying talking about it, but my yeah. mom texted me and she was like, no, like I've been thinking about you. Like she texted me and she was like, that's crazy that you messaged me because I've been thinking about you like a lot recently. And that just shows that we're really connected. And she like, yeah. it was nice. It was like very much like, oh, I love you. I'm proud of you. Like we're good. Uh, I'm a blubbery bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it's just been an emotional thing. It is an emotional thing. And like, I think that's a beautiful thing to come out of that. this. And those are the moments that we should be um, harnessing and like remembering and using to fuel us and our energy going forward. Cause like, that's an incredible thing. I've, I love Danielle and I love her mother. And to know that they now have like something, but like, that is such a huge thing. And like every little wound that's healed yeah. is a step in, in our whole oh, wound. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Thank, thank you to Danielle and Jennifer. For yeah, no, my mom's the motherfucking goat. That bitch is a boss. Go ahead, mom. Uh, in a weird connection, speaking of mom, um, I've had a kind of unique struggle with this whole thing. Um, and I mean that in a unique uh perspective that I never expected to have in this because I never really thought I would be uh, sitting here like wanting children the way I do. I never thought I'd want this, um, but I do. Uh, and I don't have to want it because I know it's mine. It'll be here when it's when I'm ready. But anyways, all this my awkward way of saying that it's very weird for me right now to sit here wanting to have a child knowing that women are being forced to have children or will be being forced. Um, and it's just really made me like sit back and think about so much. Um, like I said, I never thought I'd want kids. Like I had never imagined being in this spot. Um, and it's, it's, it's made me realize that it's really so much more than just about giving birth or like having a baby. It's, it's deeper medically, it's deeper, I mean, economically, like it, it's not just about that. Um, when I had my miscarriage, I know I've mentioned it to you guys, um, I was in Missouri when I got medical attention and I luckily was very not very far along, so I did not need a DNC. For those of you who don't know, I won't get crazy into it, but it's just basically cleaning out procedure and making sure that everything's good. You're, like, you're completely good, your uterus is all set. Um, right now, as it stands, if I were driving and this whole, my whole situation were to happen again, I, and I were in Missouri, I would not be able to receive the care that I, like I, I potentially mm -hmm. 
could would have died. Like yeah. that's the actual situation that I was in, and I can't stop like thinking about that. Like so, it's not even. It's so far beyond just that, and that's just my situation. Then right. there's women who are being raped in their homes by their fathers who can't leave. You know, like mm-hmm. there's so much deep. Like every on every level, every person has a different attachment, a different way that this is going to affect them, a way that, a different way that it's going to yes change their life forever. And it's such a strange thing how we all have these. I mean, we couldn't all understand where we where each other are, you know? Absolutely. Um, and yeah, it's just been weird. I almost feel like guilty wanting a baby right now. Like, I'm like, oh my God, should I not do it? Like, should I just wait until every, like, it's almost like, I feel like um, when people, when like we're fighting for gay marriage, like people would be like, oh, well, I'm not get, getting married till everyone can get married. Like, am I going to be like, well, I'm not having a baby till everyone can have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not. Like, but like those are like, I'm sitting here and it's like, it's just a very, I feel like my brain is so ping pong mm-hmm. with everything. Like, it's like exactly. nothing, there's no catching up. I'm constantly like, oh my God, is this the right thing? Is that the right thing? Like, right. What's, what's, how do we do this? Exactly. <laughs> well then, and it's like, yeah, like going forward, like, doing the best we can right we don't expect to have all the answers but moving forward like kelsey kind of had she has a bit of a plan going on i kind of i like it i've been trying to so like i kind of had like okay so the first and foremost thing vote always vote like this reaffirmed for me that i will never not participate in elections which i've been very good at since i've turned 18 and i will continue to do that because even though it doesn't always feel like something um, that's how we got to where we are now. And voting is a change that can take a long time to create. So like, it's a, it's one of those things that even though, don't be discouraged if you're not seeing the turnouts that you want, just keep doing it um, because it's not an immediate thing. Um, but it's a very, very important thing. Um, I know starting July 3rd, there's a like, I don't think it's called the woman boycott, but that's <laughs> what I'm calling it. Meaning like, I'm not doing anything. Um, if it's not from a woman-owned business, if it doesn't benefit women, if it's not about women, I'm not about it. Um, sorry, penises. It's just... Um, <laughs> sorry, penises. Um, my husband and I had a conversation, and we're going to um, prioritize monthly Planned Parenthood donations. A fun fact, when you make a, t- a donation to Planned Parenthood, they send an email or like a letter uh, to the person who sends your, their donation. I like to send my donation in the name of my favorite politicians like Mike Pence or Mitch McConnell. Oh my God, bitch. Collins. Yeah. So then they get their nice little email thanking them for their donation. So you can have a little fun with that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Um, One of the biggest things for me um, in my journey and how I need to deal with this is shadow work, Um, healing myself Mm. like you and your mom did. I feel like I need to heal a lot of specifically feminine wounds that I have to help heal the collective. I feel like I have a lot I want to work through and I need to get through those barriers to then be like the next level of myself to then help everyone be the next level. Yeah. Um, that includes being patient with myself, allowing indulgence because I'm sorry, but they're coming after uteruses. I'm going to eat the chocolate and I'm not going to bitch about it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, continuing to educate and connect with others, um, educate myself as well as educate others um, when it's when it's the time. I think something else that's important to remember in this time is that not everything is important. Not everything's deep. Um, We have a huge fight ahead of us. So don't waste time with bullshit things uh, because the only thing that matters right now is fixing this. Or like, you know, like the, the real shit is all that matters. So just like remember that 
if someone's saying something ignorant, um, they're honestly not worth your time at all. You don't, it's not, you don't need to educate them. If at this point they're not getting it, just walk away. Um, it's not worth yelling. It's not worth like, like protect your, your peace yes. at all costs. Yes. Um, because also that's what they want is a rise out of you. We always say, Eckhart Tolle said like, you know, once you have, once you drop to their vibration, then you're on their vibration. So don't do that. Like just stay where you are. Don't allow them in. Um, and then the, I put this on the bottom of my plan list and for a number of reasons and not, not one of those reasons is because it's not important, um, but it's protest. Um, the reason I put that on the bottom is because I'm going to do this when it feels safe to me um, with everything, the gun laws, how I've seen the police treating women already who are protesting, everything like that. I just don't feel safe doing that. That doesn't feel comfortable to me. It doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't speak to me, but I'm incredibly grateful for those who are doing hey, it. Hey, Milo is out there doing exactly. the protests. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to get into also is like we all fight differently, right? Yeah. Like. Also, if you're still not in a place where you're able to, like, baby, take that time to heal because, uh, like Kelsey mentioned, I thought that was really cool how she said shadow work this is, because this is going to bring up a lot of emotions for a lot of us. A lot of, we might start questioning things, we might start, like, remembering things and, like, really, re like, looking back at things, like, wait, like, maybe I need to, like, revisit that, I don't know. Um, so, like, take your time and do the type of protesting that works for you. So, if you're someone like Milo and you can be in, in the protest with the mic up in the right. front, go ahead. But, like, if you're someone who's, like, that's not really my vibe, but I am fucking on it with the social media. I'm signing every petition. I'm giving yep. resources to my friends. of Like, I'm showing them, sign this, sign this, sign this. Like, um, or if you're, like, really good at having the difficult conversations, like, to educate maybe some men or just people people in your life who like right. if you can if they're worth it yes, yes okay you know what i mean by that like whatever <laughs> but then also if you're someone who like even if you're someone with a with a platform with a voice if you're an artist if you're an influencer like you should still bring this up you don't have to always keep everything i'm really so one thing that like really bothers me is when people are like yeah but that doesn't go with my niche like <laughs> and it's like bitch yeah like human rights do go with your niche like you bring this up on your platforms talk about it if you're not talking and like i'm not saying we have to shove all of the terrible things down each other's throat either because like no. that's gonna get exhausting but like you know exactly what to do you know if you are avoiding like really ask yourself like are you being honest are you like speaking your full truth are you afraid that motherfuckers who follow you who might be in your family or whatever are gonna judge you like there, there's just so many different ways and, we can fight. And then ask yourself, if you're worried about someone judging you for this, does that person matter to your life? Because like, this is, it's it's just obvious. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> and then you guys like, try to just remember how I said earlier, we really are going to make change. Like. We are here at this time to help create change. Things are gonna get better. And I wanted to read two things to you guys just to close out. So one is a text message I actually got from my aunt. She's super dope. Um, and I wanted to point out, um, she uses the term women in this, but this absolutely does apply to anyone and everyone who gets a period. Um, yes. Anyway, so she sent me this. <coughs> I was having a really hard time, yeah, the first couple days uh, that it was going on, that we got the news. So this was one of the messages I got. Okay. Feel all the feels. Get angry, get sad, get mad. Then remember, we will never, ever go backwards. No damn law, no Supreme Court motherfucker, nothing. We are no longer giving our power away. 
This is a shitstorm and yet another catalyst for change. Change is coming to the entire earth. But pain and chaos precedes all change. Keep eyes, mind, and heart open. Hold love for this entire earth as we are all connected. All women, past and present and future, who have love in their hearts, we have your back. Together, we are making change. We are healing this world. We are alive now at this time to heal all in our unique ways. And we are already doing that. Do not stop. Do not stop taking good, loving care of yourself. Do not stop your daily spiritual practices and grounding, because we are all one. We will all hold strong and prevail. And that was awesome. That was from my aunt. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, one of my favorite people, uh, Malia Gramada Jones. Um, beautiful name. It is a beautiful name. She's a beautiful person. Um, so she's a yoga, I don't know if it's called a yogi or a yoga teacher. Um, I'm not sure. She is certified as fuck in all things yoga. <laughs> um, and she's really, really spiritual. And like, I learned a lot from her all the time. And she tweeted this uh, yesterday and I literally replied and I was like, can I use this? Can I read this on Awake and Bake? And she said, yes. So credit to Malia. Um, but she tweeted and she said, we come to our yoga practice to remember who the fuck we are, to remember the strength of our soul, to remember that a Supreme Court decision is no match for our spirit. Snaps. Snaps, yep. bitch. Snaps. Thank you very much for that one. So you guys, I know it's been hard. I know it's been emotional and it's probably going to be that way for a while. But the thing about feminine energy and women and beings with love in their heart is we always prevail and yeah. we always win. And you can look throughout history and like there's hard times and that's a part of it. And this might be one of those times, but like, we're gonna be okay. And like, it's not bad to want change and to want better. Like, you can do that and we can make it happen. And we got this. Like, we got this. We got this. Yeah. Hell yeah. Stay high. Bye.